This week, you're listening to Weekend at Effie's for one reason, and it's to brighten your spirits for the holiday time. So just you wait to hear my retelling of the Polar Express, along with our discussion of toys and fun. Effie's tasting a fruitcake. How you killed Santa Claus? I didn't mean to kill. I told him it was an accident that I killed Santa Claus. And my beautiful trip to St. Louis in a single day. Listen to us on all the podcasts. Give us a rating. What do you say? What am I supposed to say about the rate? Give us five stars on the podcast review. Weekend at Effies.com to sign up for the Patreon. I'm losing my mind. It's the end of the year. Our next episode is coming out on Christmas. Oh, shit. Wait, is this one? Oh, it's this one? It's coming out on Christmas Happy, Day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Should I clap? Okay. I could clap if you need me to clap. Do you want to clap? Yeah. You want to clap. Yeah, you clap. <laughs> Peter. Hello. We've returned to the dungeon. I got to tell you, I didn't do that much this weekend, and I think that's beautiful. But I did a little bit. You were, you. I saw you in the morning. Yeah. No, I saw you in the evening. Yeah. And then I saw you the next evening. Yeah, yeah. I, I left for one, less than one day. I went to St. Louis for seven hours, is what I did. But. In the meantime, I did um, I did look at, and this does not, here's the thing. This doesn't include repeats. There's a lot of repeats. But I did look at uh, all the cities I wrestled in this year. Oh. So a lot of them I wrestled there a lot of times, right? Like multiple nice times I wrestled in a lot of, most of these cities I wrestled in multiple times. But it is kind of interesting to see that it's, you know, for me, I think I've had longer lists of cities, but it's interesting to see the repeat places that keep popping up. Yeah. And so I wanted to go through all of the cities in the world I wrestled in this year. Is it going to be like Spotify wrapped where it tells you you need to live in Berkeley, California? Mine said Denver, Colorado, and I was offended by it because it was like, you like the same shit they do, you fucking loser, you hippie piece of shit. Keep listening to Sufjan Stevens and Vampire Weekend, you predictable white asshole. And I was like, huh? And it was like, no, what? I don't know. Yeah. Top 2% Marin fan. I'll listen to anything that man says. Okay? Just just let me live. Some of it, though, it was like repeated songs this year. And it was like uh, binaural Delta Hertz beats to sleep that I listened to on the plane on repeat. There was a brown noise for me that popped up. Top artist, brown noise. And you're like, okay, all right, guys. Can we can we realize that some of this doesn't need to be included in our Spotify end of year list? And we're giving out the award for best two dogs that live with us today. Yeah. The winners of the award, Lucy and Bebop. Well, you won. How does that make you feel? I don't know if I should ask her to talk again. She got real talkative she during the mini show. Really talkative. Bebop looks to be a bit uh, worn out and tired, which is fine with me. Uh, but I was going to go over this list. This is kind of in order, kind of in order. Um, but what I laughed at the most is there's some of these cities that are like international places where I was like, I had multiple matches there this year, and I think that's fascinating. Uh, and I did actually wrestle. Quite a few times here in Atlanta, Georgia this yeah. year, which was interesting. I did not write down how many times I wrestled in each city. Is there another one of those coming up soon? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe in March. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. I don't know. I'm, w- I'm awaiting the information. Yeah. I have all the other dates. And we are returning to Texas. I did not go to Texas Ooh. at all this year. Wait, did I? Nope. 
didn't go to Texas. I'm going to Texas a few times next year, already confirmed. So the Texans missed me. She just she just don't know what she wants anymore. She's just a baby. Okay, so uh, this is relatively in order, but also I don't put repeats up. Atlantic City, New Jersey, where I will also spend the first day of my new year. Chicago, Illinois. I wrestled there a fucking lot of times for a lot of people. Fargo, North Dakota. Haven't been back there in Your a little while. Your favorite nipple TV show. You know, John Hamm with the nipple rings uh, in the Fargo uh, series on TV. Pretty fantastic. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wrestled there a lot of times. Now, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Wrestled there a few times. Montreal, Quebec. Wrestled there a few times. Florence, Alabama. Wrestled there twice. Damn. Crazy. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Wrestled there a lot in the beginning of the year. Uh, it seems like there's some venue issues currently with uh, where we want to go, but I wrestled there a few times this year, many in the first six months of the year. Williamstown, New Jersey at the H2O Wrestling Center. I wrestled there, I think, a it's, few times. It's your hometown. My hometown, Williamstown. Williamstown. Uh, and just wait till we talk about Taylorsville. Uh, that's not, I don't think that's, I didn't wrestle there. Uh, then it gets interesting because I went to Melbourne where I wrestled three times this year. That's Australia. Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. Melbourne. You know, they say Melbourne is the Los Angeles of Australia, while Sydney is the New York of Australia. But I have to say that it doesn't remind me of either of them. They remind me of Australia. I wrestled in Adelaide, Australia, only once. I wrestled in Sydney, Australia, I think four times this year. Uh, Maybe three, three times. Brisbane, Australia, I wrestled there one time. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I wrestled there at least twice. Los Angeles, California. I wrestled there a lot of times. I think if you look at quantity, probably the second most to Chicago. Part of that is because WrestleMania was there this year. Uh, Denver, Colorado. Wrestled there quite a bit, at least five times. Uh, Saugat, Illinois, which is not St. Louis because we don't want to deal with the commission because fuck athletic commissions. Uh, Saugat, Illinois, wrestled there a few times for GCW. Also wrestled in St. Louis proper, like I did this Sunday, which we will talk about. Evansville, Indiana, only wrestled there once. Historic arena, beautiful place. We should go back. Atlanta, Georgia, many times. Many times. Uh, a few times for GCW, and then also for uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Rock and, roll, yeah. rock and roll extravaganza, pretty fun stuff. Orlando, Florida, I wrestled there a couple times. At least two. Liverpool, England, wrestled there four times this Damn. year. Detroit, Michigan, as well as Taylor, Michigan. Oh, we did get there to There you go. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. They are separate towns, but they're also very close. Columbus, Ohio, I wrestled there. Uh, and I will be returning to Columbus, Ohio on January 13th with two sets of shows, one for Unsanctioned Pro, one for GCW. Same day. My friend Zach from college is coming. On what day? One uh, thirteen. You it's, know what day that is. What oh, is that your birthday? It's my birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday. I won't be here, um, but I'll bring you back a gift. Perfect. It'll be uh, chili. Chili. <laughs> well, it'll be cold there, but I'll bring you chili. I'm bringing you chili. Uh, and it's a Saturday, not a Friday the 13th, so good for you. Yeah. You cursed creature. It's a Saturday? Yeah. Oh, fun. Saturday birthday. Fun. You got to schedule that one up for an exciting adventure. 
Or you can just stay inside all day, and that's fine. Mm, that one. Yeah, yeah. Just cozy up. A lot of the screeners, the digital screeners, go away January 8th, just Ooh. letting you know. So you got to watch them before your birthday. On your birthday, you won't be able to watch them. You'll be shut out. I, the birthdays in movies for me never really work out. I do remember going to see that Nicole Kidman horror movie where she's they're the ghosts in the house. Oh, oh, the others? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one. That is a great one. Yeah, love Nicole Kidman. We were talking about uh, Nicole Kidman uh, with her little boy haircut in that movie where she thinks the little boy is her lover brought back to life. Yeah. Uh, and it's creepy. And she's like, he's flirting with me. It's like my husband. And they're like, he's a child. And she's like, but we have the same haircut, little boy haircut. Um, have you seen To Die For? Gus Van Sant? No. She has a Pomeranian in it. Oh, she looks lovely. The dog. And Nicole Kidman. You watch Killing of a Sacred Deer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great titties. I'm gay, and I can say that. I was more focused on... Je mange du chat. The shotgun spinning. Yeah, that's hilarious. Two hours of film leading up to a joke. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos doesn't miss. He does not miss. You can see on the video. <laughs> Lucy, Lucy likes to lick me. I even showered this morning. Lucy still likes to lick me. Sometimes it's like, oh, I went to the gym. I'm a little salty. I get it. This time I'm like, I don't know. What, I don't know what you're looking for. Lombard, Illinois, which is outside of Chicago, but not Chicago proper. And she becomes a sack of potatoes when you try to move her. Yeah, she's uh, she's a she's a princess. <laughs> Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I wrestled there at least three times. Bebop, where'd you go? He's right in front of you. Oh, Bebop, get up in the camera shot. I thought you were sitting at the door or something. Bebop. He's trying to hide from the camera because he knows he's not getting paid for this. But I give you treats, Bebop. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Wrestled there. Pretty fun place. Brooklyn, New York. Wrestled there quite a few times. Hartford, Connecticut. Wrestled there twice. Long Island, New York. Only wrestled there once. Now, Long Island... Uh, there's cities within Long Island. I don't. I'm not gonna fucking learn the cities there. I'm on Long Island. That's the city. Yeah, I get it. It's a Long Island. A uh, very long. Okay, but I'm just gonna say this. I'm not learning the names of your cities. Your bagels are great. Great bagels in Long Island, Oakland, California. Hopefully, returning to Oakland eventually. Uh, but the dates have not lined up yet. Uh, Bloomington, Minnesota, which is near Minneapolis, but it's where the Mall of America is. I wrestled there. Oberhausen, Germany. Crazy. Wrestled there twice. Tokyo, Japan. Wrestled there three times this year. Calgary, Alberta, Canada, which is not Edmonton, but it's in the same province. They call them provinces there. Rehoboth, Massachusetts, which was very nice. It's not in Boston. Uh, I wrestled in another Massachusetts place, but I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, so another place uh, north of Boston in Massachusetts. That's beautiful. Gainesville, Florida. Love Gainesville. Love Fest Wrestling. I was only at the Fest for four hours this year. Seattle, Washington. Twice. Didn't they have a serial killer there? In Gainesville? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Multiple. Oh. Multiple serial killers. Yeah. Uh, Any town where there's uh, uh, Florida-educated college women, there's men trying to kill them. You know? It's, It's sad. Don't go to Florida. I mean, except for the Big Gay Brunch coming up January 27th. Definitely come to Florida for that. You won't get killed there. No way. It's crazy. 127. BigGayTampa.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now. 
There's only five front row tickets remaining, Ooh. seven third row tickets remaining, Ooh. at least 10 second row tickets remaining, but tickets are actually moving quickly. I'm not just saying that as a sales tactic. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. Uh, it's over. Uh, Seattle, Washington, I said. Lexington, North Carolina, where we had the Big A Thanksgiving, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Now, that's uh, just the single instances of where I wrestled. Um, I will be returning to St. Louis and Atlantic City before the end of the year. But that's all the separate cities. Uh, Have I had years where I've wrestled in more different cities? Yes, but I was very busy this year. You know, you were here. Uh, And I just kept returning to places that wanted me there. So if you want me there, and you're thinking, why isn't he in my city? Ask him why. Have him email me. Check dates. Uh, Here's my rule with booking dates. Give me the dates, or I'm going to book them with someone else. That's it. It's easy. I'm hoping next year to do a little less international traveling. Uh, but as I say that, I also don't turn down dates. So if they're going to pay my rate and fly me out, I'll go anywhere in the world. I've only wrestled on four of the seven continents. I still have yet to wrestle in Africa. I still have yet to wrestle in Antarctica. And I still have yet to wrestle in South America. And Brett, last night, when he announced the return to Texas for GCW, put the Chilean flag instead of the Texas flag, which got the South Americans fired up. We would love to come to Chile. I would love to come to Chile. I would love to come to Uruguay, Peru, Colombia, Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, French Guiana. Guiana's in Africa, but French Guiana's in South America. I don't know. I think we can make... I think we can make at least two of the of the remaining continents work. I don't know if I'm willing to wrestle in Antarctica. Yeah. But also, if we don't wrestle in Antarctica in the next five years, there won't be an Antarctica to wrestle in. I don't know if you saw the documentary Alien vs. Predator. There are pyramids that are going to be uncovered by the global warming as the ice cube. What are they called? Ice cubes? Icebergs. As the icebergs ice cubes, melt. Really big ice cubes. Giant ice cubes. You could say gods. <laughs> Ice cubes. God's ice cubes in his big cup of briny swine full of whales and shrimp and uh, penguin penguins. I saw a penguin dressed up in a Christmas costume and I thought, I thought we already had this discussion. There's no fucking penguins in the North Pole. It's polar bears and it's hares and it's seals. Penguins only in the South Pole. Yeah. And South America. Got to put a scarf on those polar bears. Give you know the a, difference? Give between... them a Coke. What? Give them a Coke. Polar bear. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. You know Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus? And, and polar bears. And crucified him? I made the mistake of telling a young child Sunday. Uh, I just wasn't thinking, really. And he was excited and walking by the merch table. And I said, hey, sorry about what I did to Santa. And he goes, what did you do? And I said, I accidentally killed him. <laughs> Which I don't... <laughs> my impulse control, really losing it at this time of the year. And then he brought his dad over and said... The kid said, why'd you kill Santa? And I said, I didn't mean to. And I really, I just kept going with it. Uh, so to that uh, parent, hey, the hard part's done. Now you just got to get them to not tell all their classmates. You were about to Tim Allen yourself. What do you mean? Because he also accidentally killed yeah, Santa. Yeah, yeah, but that, uh, yeah, you're right. Ho, ho, ho. That's why I'm getting thick, Peter. Come sit on my lap and watch me shimmy up a chimney. <laughs> right? That is what Santa does. Am I becoming Santa? You might be. I do have soft white hair. My beard is growing back out. 
Uh, I'm getting uh, I'm getting thicker. My weight is going up. I'm eating a lot of cookies. I ate an entire fruitcake in two days. You Oh, you finished the fruitcake already? Oh, I finished the fruitcake last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got a little bit of Twitter hate about the fruitcake that I was not really... I don't know. Here's my thing. I can't understand people's attitudes through text. And so sarcasm is lost on me, even though I'm extremely sarcastic. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of my mentions. I'm eating this fucking fruitcake. It's delicious to me. Now, you said, is there nuts in it? And I go, yeah, it's fucking, of course, full of nuts. And you said, not for me. So I said, I'm eating the whole fucking fruitcake. But there's only one brand of fruitcake I'm going to eat. This isn't an advertisement. I'm not being paid for this. It's the Harry and David fruitcake. Uh-huh. I did a little research. It's a secret recipe. So it's so secret that they have one guy make part of the recipe. That's Harry. Right. And then they have the other guy make the other part of the recipe. That's David. And then they bring it together, but they don't let them ever see the full recipe. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's that good. I'm not just rolling into fucking Kroger and getting a shitty fucking fruitcake in a log with all the bright colors. You saw this fruitcake. Yeah. This is a dense, beautiful. I thought about it, and then I remembered it's fruitcake. The second you take a second thought, it's gone. All right? Let me tell you about fruitcake, okay? As a fruitcake... I know what to look for in a fruitcake. Nuttiness, uh, light amounts of dough, uh, rich glaze, uh, fruits that are pickled in a weird color, pineapple inside of it somehow. What? You're looking at me like that's disgusting. Yeah. It's not disgusting. It's delicious. And the Harry and David fruitcake, I don't even like telling people how much it costs because over a two-day period, it's an expensive treat for me to have. Uh And also... It's going to be really hard for me to not have treats like that all the time. Yeah. I'm not stopping myself from any treats. And you know, there's demonic energy within me, whether you want to believe it or not, America, the world, uh, that requires I eat cake. Uh huh. And so how am I supposed to survive without cake for a four-month period? How? I don't I'm know. A- I'm asking you. Oh. Please, yeah. help me. I don't know. Will you whip me with a little no. swatch? Every time I eat a little bit of cake? No, you have to watch Zone of Interest every time you oh, eat about that. We talked a little bit about that here. I don't know. I mean, I'm wanna, I want to finish it. I'm a completionist in that sense. Where I'm like, oh, I want to finish everything I watch. But I have no desire to turn that movie back on. Yeah. Really dark shit. Just uh, watch Maestro. Yeah, I'm going to watch Maestro. I'm really excited about it. I don't know if we'll have time today before you have to leave. Because it's six and a half hours long. Let's just go ahead and end the podcast now. All right, we're done. We're watching Maestro, and we believe the nose prosthetic was absolutely necessary. I was out on that movie, and and then I saw this cute little clip of Bradley Cooper as the Maestro doing the little arm swingy thing, walking out in the snow, and then gearing up to throw a football and he can't really throw that football because he's a maestro he's not an athlete never related more to a character on screen you know bradley cooper might be a few things he might be a little too sassy might be a little too full of himself might be a little too sexy you know he's like an incredible chef yeah i saw burnt did you see you know that he did that movie just so he could continue cooking really yeah well it's a beautiful film i heard not that good wrong let me just say this wrong Anybody who hated that movie just hates high, uh, high, uh, what's it called? High caliber cuisine. Yeah. You know? God, what a film. Honestly, let's watch Burnt and then Maestro. Okay. And then 
Dungeons and Dragons where he plays the little man. Oh. Which little man performance was your favorite this year from Bradley Cooper? Rocket Raccoon or Little Man in Dungeons and Dragons? I saw neither. What? Yeah. Oh. Why? Oh, it just didn't happen. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy three twice because it made me cry. I think you have to see it three times. Thrice? Right. I saw that band thrice one time. I've seen thrice many a time. <laughs> At least thrice? At least thrice. Well, I, my favorite little Bradley Cooper was Rocket, but my second favorite little Bradley Cooper was the little man. Mm-hmm. What was he? He wasn't. I don't want to use the wrong words. Was he a dwarf? I didn't see this movie. Okay, well, he's little. And like she's like a hot buff girl. Is he the dragon or is he the dungeon? Well, he's used to be in the dungeons, but he used to date the dragon. Gina Rodriguez is that her name I from don't... Fast and Furious? Oh yeah, uh, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle Rodriguez, and they have to go visit um, her ex. And Chris Pine's like, "Yeah, what's your ex going to be like?" And it's Bradley Cooper. And it's Bradley Cooper, and he's just like a little man. He's like a three foot little man. Is he uh, eating a chicken? No, but he's chicken. very understanding of mm-hmm. where her life has gone and how it didn't work out with them, like in a very uh, calm, beautiful way. But yeah, we got to watch Burnt. Are you kidding me? Yeah. God, it's so good. Okay. And he makes all the little foods. We'll wa- Okay, we'll watch Burnt. We'll watch that new food movie. Yeah. And then we'll watch Julian Julia. I'm Julia Child. I'm Meryl Street, but I'm Julia. Was that a good Julia Child? Mm-hmm. Oh, put in some butter. That who was that direct? That was was that Meyer? Was that a Nancy Meyer? I don't know. It wasn't for me. It's not for me. Okay, I saw. Did I watch it? Did I watch every bit of it? Yeah, I did. Okay, and uh, did I enjoy? Um, ain't what's her name? Amy. Amy. What's her name? Who? Redhead chick. And she plays Julie of Julia. Um, Not Mary Julie. Lynn Rice Cub? No. What? I'm just going through the cast here. Who's in this movie? Who uh, plays the main? Mary Lynn Rice Cub. Stanley Tucci. Meryl Streep. Come on. Jane Lynch. Come on. Oh, is there someone I'm missing? Is it Amy Adams? Is that who it is? Is Amy Adams not in Julie and Julia? Um... You got to be shitting me right now. Oh, no, you're right. I don't know why this was not. Yes, I was right. Amy Adams. She's stunning. She's perfect. She's everything. She's Amy Adams. Why isn't she showing up in the main cast I right don't here? know. She's literally the first character before Julia. Oh, Nora Ephron. That's who it is. Oh, of course it is. Why isn't Amy? Amy Adams isn't even on the first page of this. This is insane to me. What the fuck is happening with Amy Adams? Is there something against her? She should be listed as at least number two. Google, what the fuck problem do you have with Amy Adams? She's wonderful. She's hilarious. She was in Arrival. You saw Arrival, right? Oh, yeah. With Denis Villeneuve, his yeah. film Arrival. And it was like time is a flat circle was kind of the message. Mm-hmm. Fucking great movie. Yeah. Did you see Big Eyes? I skipped that one. I couldn't get through it. I started watching it, and I think I just hated everything about it. Yeah. Like, uh, there was no part that I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy the paintings. I didn't enjoy Christoph Waltz. I didn't enjoy Amy Adams. This was her whole gimmick. This is where the video is going to come in. <laughs> that's the that's her. Yeah. And she's like, he took my art. You know who directed <laughs> that? Yeah, Tim Burton, the fucking creep. I'll beat your ass, Tim Burton. I don't want to hear it. You ruined Willy Wonka for 10 years for the children. And now who saved it? Paul King, Timothy Chalamet, Hugh Grant. And uh, 
the one girl from the fish movie who plays Paddington's mom, Mrs. Brown. Fish movie? Big fish? No, 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 no. Where she fucks the fish guy. Oh. And she's deaf? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, What's her name? Sound of Water. Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Look at that ass. Sound of Water. Look at that mermaid ass. Way of Water. He's so thick. I got to touch that fish, man. I better learn to hold my breath because he's gagging me with his fish. Okay. Too far? (laughs) I thought that was great. Guillermo del Toro? Just, uh, I just like Guillermo del Toro describing things. We read his Saltburn review earlier. I just like him being like, these film had everything. Oh, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins, fantastic. She saved the world. She played uh, uh, Williana Wonka. Williana Wonka. She played uh-huh. Hang On. Yeah. Hang she did. On. Sally Hawkins, we love you. Um, who did she play in Star Wars Episode One: A Phantom Menace? What? Sebulba? Is it okay. you, Sebulba? Uh, or did she play one of the royal guards that has to pretend to be Padme? Because that would make sense to me a little bit. Hang on. I just got to Greg Proops, so she's really done at the bottom. Wow, today we've got all sorts of pod racing happening. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me from Whose Line Is It Anyway? I'm wearing a suit on stage all the time for some reason. She is a uncredited bystander in Ooh. Phantom Menace. Fuck yeah, Sally Hawkins. You went from being a part of the Star Wars universe to fucking a mermaid to being Paddington's adopted mom to being Willy Wonka's real mom on a riverboat. You rule. Uh, she's also in all these new Godzillas. Uh, which one? Like Godzilla vs. Kong? King of the Monsters. Monsters Kiss? The Gareth Edwards one. I'm Gareth Edwards. This film is about monsters, but it's really about how we are monsters. Right? Yeah. Crater. Great movie. Still haven't seen Godzilla Minus One. Mm-mm. Still haven't seen Christmas? Monarch, the TV series. Christmas? Christmas? Can we see it? Got it's still going to be showing? Mm, let's check. It worries me. It worries me that it's only a few days away. We're trying to make our Christmas plans. Because I want to do Boy and Heron and Godzilla back to back. I think that rules. Okay, that's cool. You should do that. I'm not going to see Boy and Heron again. I loved it. So I'm going to go see something else. You're not going to see it again? I don't think I can see it again. Why? I, think I, I felt it. You know what I mean? I might watch Wonka again for the third time. I haven't even seen Boy and Heron. It's and great. I'm it's awesome. Slightly insulted that you I just wouldn't want to watch that, a Miyazaki okay, a gazillion now times. On. Now hold on. Now just especially just, in the theater. Can I just say this? Can I just say this? It only happens every once in a while. Can I say this about Miyazaki films? And this is all offense to those of you who are going to see them in the theaters. If I have to sit in that theater with those fucking losers again and listen to them giggle at okay, every fucking okay. funny moment. Fair enough, because I people who see and I'm this is us. We do it. We go to the theater to see movies. I don't know where these fucking losers came from, but they are. There's just such a deep social despair that fills that room when I'm watching a Miyazaki movie in the theater. You know, they do like the festival every year. Yeah. Sorry, I talked over you and I got really fired up for a second. Where I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to go see like Spirited Away in the yeah. theater? Wouldn't it be fun? Let's go see Princess Mononoke mm-hmm. in the theater. But then I think about who goes to that, and it makes me want to just like never leave my house again. Oh, we're talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Okay. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what we're talking about. No, to kind of prove your point, I uh, Barbie is now on HBO Max. Yes. That is an at-home movie. 
yeah, we didn't have a great theater run with that. And I loved the film, but like. It's so much better at home with no one bothering you. And yeah, it does seem to attract. It also looks better at home. I Ooh, hate to say it. What? It looks better at home. Uh, film I'm sure etiquette. it's awesome in IMAX or whatever. But w- when I started watching, I was like, oh, this is why I love PB Herman at home. Yeah, I get that. Uh there was just there was one guy in the theater, and you know one guy can't ruin it for everyone. But it's like if anything was slightly funny, which things are. Yeah, I'm good. I'm and good. I'm just going. I'm I want to choke you to death. I'm glad this brings you joy, but now I'm mad that this brings me joy and you joy because that means we have something in common. And I wish you would have um, not been rescued from the rubble or whatever's going on in your life. You know, like, I wish the oven had been left on all night and you lit a match. Is that too harsh for someone laughing too hard at a Miyazaki film? (laughs) This is why I can't do it. Like, it's like, I did it. I'm glad. So magical. Can't wait until it's on HBO. I'll watch it again on HBO. I can't go sit in the theater for it. I just, it's a risk of me harboring anger. It's a me thing, not a them thing. Yeah. I'm going to harbor anger for their enjoyment. But I can tell you're enjoying it in such a way that you want other people to know how much you're enjoying it. This isn't a performance. Mm-mm. The performance is on the screen. Mm-hmm. We're in the theater. Leave yeah. it alone. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think you should. Let me know what time the Godzilla showing is. Okay. <laughs> and let me know how your crowd was. Uh, people don't know theater etiquette. And we go to the theater a lot, right? It's not yeah. like the olden days. You don't have to dress up. You don't have to like, there's not a, you don't have to like see the usher, but you should shut the fuck up. And if I have to walk by you to go pee, you don't have to grunt. Move your fucking feet. Yeah. Right? Like, that's yeah. part of it. And if you vape in the theater, just blow it down. Yeah. All right? I always blow it down when I vape in the yeah. theater. Okay? On the plane, you got to hold it in the whole time. You should never vape on a plane. Don't vape on plane. But planes. if you're going to do it, slide it into your hoodie sleeve, and then pull it in, and then just hold it in until the steam goes away. That's how you do it. That's how you get away with it. And be nice to the gay flight attendants, because they're the only ones that can protect you. This is true. And if you're not nice to them, guess what? The police are going to be waiting for you when you get off the plane. But if you're nice, they'll go like, don't do that again. <laughs> You'll go like, oh, happy holidays. <sighs> not that that's ever happened to me. <laughs> not that I've ever been caught. Uh, let's let's just let's do a, a look. Now, I am a little worried about the um, theater closest to us having really everything on that day. You know what I mean? Because it's only an eight theater. So I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, Aquaman, though. Come on. Migration, the new film about ducks, is going to be out. Uh, oh, Anyone I- But You, the new rom-com. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see that. Have you ever been to the drive-in theater here? Yeah. It's fantastic. That's where I saw Psycho Gorman for the first time. Psycho Gorman. I love Psycho Gorman. Um, incredibly well-made, well-acted, very well-thought-through uh Spiral, a Saw story. I loved... Okay, now listen. Spiral, a Saw story was actually very good if you like that sort of thing. I didn't see the new one. I like Chris Rock when he's in trouble. Because he's like, he's like me, where he'll like kind of like joke his way through it, you know? Yeah. It's not like so, me in not, the haunted house. Not so much in this one. Uh, Not so much on the jokey joke. All right. Well, we can go see Boys in the Boat and Anyone But You, double showing. 
uh, and migration. We can do a triple showing. Uh, is Ferrari going to be playing over there? It is. Well, no, not over there. It's only playing at Phipps. You sure? On Christmas Day? I don't know. Is it? Are you looking? Uh, oh, I could. It be looked wrong. pretty limited. On what I we had could there. be wrong. It looked limited over at the Madison Yards, but I'm also willing to go to other theaters too. I'm not like stuck to it, and you know, whatever you decide, I'm sure it's going to be great. I got a few other things I want to see. I want to see Migration. It's a movie about ducks who we migrate can see the wrong the Polar way. Express for five dollars. Uh, you know, he plays all the roles in that movie. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Did you know Tom Hanks uh, didn't kill any of those children? That were rumored to have died under his care. Oh, that's good. Legally speaking. Okay. So, can't wait to see The Polar Express. One of my favorite Christmas films. He plays Santa Claus. He plays Little Boy. He plays Train Conductor. He plays... He doesn't play the black girl, does he? I... Ooh, that would be... I think he does the motion for her. Maybe. And then he plays the Jingle Bell, Uh and he plays Three of the Elves, and he plays the Hot Chocolate. Oh, he's also the star. What? Of yeah, David? Just the stars. Did they follow to find the baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Santa finds the baby and gives it the first Christmas present, says, No Christmas is, is that yours. The plot? I don't know. I never saw it. Oh, you never read the book, The Polar Express? No. Do you know what it's really about? Same. Let me tell you a tale about oh, the Polar okay. Express. One night, when it's the Polar Express, this little boy, he doesn't believe in Santa anymore. He's like, I don't believe. His parents it's like, are like this guy at a wrestling show told me he killed him. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I did. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. It was an accident. But, you know, don't sneak into my house at night if you don't want to get if can your throat slit, old man. Mrs. Claus is coming to live with us. hope it's okay. So here's the story. Here's the Polar Express. This little boy, he's like, none of this shit is real, motherfucker. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, it is. You got to believe with your, your whole heart. And he's like, all right, well, then if it's real, bring me one of the bells from Santa's sleigh. And they're like, what? And he's like, bring me one of the bells from Santa's sleigh if it's real. And then he... Gets the little bell, and he's like, what? No way. And then this train pulls up at his house, and it's like, get on the train, dude. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you got to get on the train. This is Santa Claus train. And they're like, what? So he gets on the train, and all the kids are like, I don't know what's going on. We're on this train. And then they drink hot chocolate, and he's like, what's going on with this? So then he, um, maybe he doesn't get the bell yet. I don't think he has the bell yet. I think the train just shows up, and it's like, come on. And he's like, all right, I'll trust it. So he doesn't, forget I said he had the bell. And then he's on this train, and they go up, and they're like, where are we going? And he's like, oh, we're going to see Santa Claus up at the Polar Express. And then he gets there, and there's like- I thought he was on the Polar Express. That's the train. Yeah. But it goes, the direction is also called Polar Express, because it's expressed to the Polar. Okay. Okay, don't question me. Um, So then he gets up there, and they're like, it's like a huge celebration. Like, it's like Bonnaroo, but for kids, but for Christmas, and no one's doing drugs. And that's how he's like, this is weird. Sounds like a massive liability. It's crazy liability. But Santa Claus, legally speaking, is an entity that cannot be sued in a court of law. We're going to learn that part later. You'll see. So all the kids are there. And he's like, they're like, hold up. Like, Santa's coming out now. And there's like a big Christmas tree. And they're like, oh, here's Santa Claus. And he comes out and he's like, ho, ho, ho. You know, hey, it's Uh me, Santa. This is my workshop. Glad you came on the train. Clearly, there were multiple trains because there's a lot of kids there. Elves are there. And the kid's like, I don't know. This seems like a farce. And then Santa's like, time to give out the first gift of Christmas. And he's like, and you're going to get it. And the kid's like, me? And he's like, you get it. You get the first gift. And he's like, what do you want? And he's like, proof, motherfucker. Proof. And he's like, all right, well, what kind of proof? And this is where he's like, oh, I want one of the bells from your sleigh. And then he gets it. 
And then he goes home on the train because they're like, got to get home on the train. He gets home and he goes to sleep and then he doesn't have the bell anymore. And he's like, what the fuck? Y'all are not going to believe this. I went to the North Pole and Santa gave me this bell. It's the first gift of Christmas. Pretty big deal. There's a ceremony. I rode the train. Tom Hanks was there. And then he's like, fuck. Well, I guess none of it was real. I guess I dreamed it to force reality to bend to my will. And then he goes and he starts opening all the presents. And then the last present, it's a little box. And he's like, what's in there? And he opens it and it's the bell from Santa's sleigh. Okay. And he rings it and he's like, oh my God. And him and his sister are like, oh, the bell is so beautiful. Like what a beautiful sound. And his parents are like, I can't hear that fucking bell. I guess it's broken. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the bell, I guess it's broken. The bell is broken. And then it fast forwards in time. And then eventually no one can hear the bell anymore um, because none of them believe. And so the belief is what makes the bell ring, but he can still hear the bell because he was there. So really what it's saying is unless you've been there, you don't have to believe any of this shit. But if you've been there, you know that dude's real. Motherfucking Santa's real, and he's Tom Hanks. And that's the story of the Polar Express. This sucks. Story of the very first Christmas. That's terrible. That's a terrible story. What? So bad. I'll read the book to you. So the moral of the story is don't believe unless you can see it with your own two eyes. No, it's sort of like uh, he kind of had like a cheat code. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't going to believe. But then Santa was like, no, like, how do we fix this? And he fixed it for him. But then eventually everybody's like Santa's delivering presents and it's on this crazy schedule. How does he have time for all the non-believers? And I just don't even know how many bells does he have? It feels like more people should have been allowed on the train. If this is you're kind of breaking through the story here. Um, also very trusting to just hop on mystery train beep, beep. With mystery come man. on get on the, it's the Polar Express yeah, I don't that's know. Tom Hanks what he does and then they drink hot chocolate I don't know uh, it's a story of fantasy story of dreams S- and, story of Santa yeah and you know the one problem one problem I have with it is where's Jesus in all this yeah right so he was supposed to be born in a manger supposed to be given Frankincense, myrrh, gold. I don't know. It feels like one of those is not as good as the others, you know? Uh, You know, he's just like there in the donkey crate praying. Oh, I guess he's not praying because they would pray to him. Yeah. And then the old men come. One of the old men, one of the wise men, St. Nicholas. Oh. Nicholas Sinterklaas. And he gave Jesus a bell to prove that he was real. And that's why the real reason for the season is you have to believe in the golden bell of Sinterklaas. Okay? You know about Krumpus? Yeah. He fucking kills children in the night. Yeah. He's got his own Polar Express, too. And it's uh, more like it's like kind of an ACDC-themed train. Okay. And it takes you to hell. Okay. And then Sinterklaas gives you, he brands your chest with a hot iron. And he's like, you don't believe in Krampus? And then he brands your chest with a hot iron, and you wake up the next day, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Was was any of that real? And then your parents, like, check the wound, and they're like, I think this is okay. And then you go back to just, like, uh, being a little hell demon. Uh-huh. The Polar Express 2, Highway to Hell. Krampus, what did he do to you? He branded my chest with a K. No, Krampus! Please, God, help us! What's your favorite Christmas story? Not this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Favorite Christmas story. 
Uh, I don't know. The whole Batman Jingle Bells story is pretty compelling. Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Yeah, how did he lay that egg? Poison Ivy sucked his nut, put it in a... Wait, what's the... I haven't heard that version. Maybe we got a little out of control. Maybe. I don't know. You know the story of uh, why it's called Christmas, right? Why? Because Chris must pay for your sins, Um, and then they put him on the cross. Yeah. Remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we're giving we're giving each other gifts, right? Yeah, that's what happens on Christmas. Your gift has not arrived yet. Oh shit! Yeah, I one of your gifts arrived, but that's like little gift. Yeah, I got a way cooler gift coming. I, your gift's kind of crazy. It was an opportune. Yeah, yeah. Is it haunted? No. no. Let's play twenty questions. Is it demonic? No. Is it? T- can I eat it? Yeah, I would worry. Okay, so it's not a food item. Mm-hmm. Not another fruitcake. Not another fruitcake. Let me tell you, when I eat fruitcake, when I'm full of fruitcake, uh, feel like a real fruitcake. How's that? All right, well, this weekend, um, this weekend I went to St. Louis, Missouri, and I did something really incredible that I've never actually done before, which is I left my house uh, on a 10 a.m. flight to St. Louis, and then I came back on an 8 p.m. flight from St. Louis, and I started and ended my day in the same room while also going to St. Louis. Yeah. It was incredible. Now, first things first, uh, Atlanta Airport right now, I'm sure you know. Very chill, very normal. Very chill, very normal. A literal nightmare of human beings. And I don't know if you know this, Peter, those people don't fly that often who are flying right now. Right. These aren't people who are like, yeah, yeah, I fly for work occasionally and I'm used to thing. They just come in and they go, ah, it's just a sea of hundreds of people going, ah, and they're yelling, what do we do? And then my favorite thing is, you know how sometimes when lines are long, what makes it better is when people start going, I can't believe how long this line is. So there's just all of them doing that throughout the line and my headphones are in, but I can still hear them. Even with noise cancellation, I can still hear them. And it's all these people who are like, I, our flight's in six hours. Will we make it? And you're like, why are you here so early? You're the reason this is so bad. And so I got there and I was like, Oh, I've got enough time. Barely. I, it took me an hour to get through with clear and checking a bag. Uh, no one was prepared for security. Everyone is completely confused. It got me in the mood where, like, by the time I got up to security, I was like, bang, 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 like, two-second walkthrough where people are like, do we do we take our shoes off? Do we take our shoes Do we? And it's just like, yo, you've been in line the whole time. You know. And for 20 years, for for over 20 years, for 23 years, you've been taking your fucking shoes off because of 9-11. You remember that? You guys remember that? Remember we all wanted to be fucking safe? Not every airport makes you take your shoes off, though. Yeah, but that's because they're getting lazy as shit. They're all lazy. There's the difference in rules based on how lazy the airport is. Here's the difference in rules. Do you have to take your laptop out? No. Yes. Do you have to take all electronics out? No. Yes. Do you have to take your shoes off? No. Yes. Do you have to take your hoodie off? Sometimes they make me take my hoodie off. The other day, this is long ago, I had to take my hoodie off. They're like, you got to take your hoodie off. You have something underneath? I was like, yeah. I took it off, and I was just wearing a crop top. And they're like, you can put it back on. And I said, the damage has been done. And I just walked through it with my crop top on. He was like, you can put it back on. I was like, no, dude. Look at my belly. This is what you wanted. This is this is how we save us all, isn't it? 
And then people at the end, you know, the bags come out. They just stand as close to the front as they can. Even though y'all just came through and there's four of us ahead of you, y'all just got to stand right at the front and don't touch my fucking bag. Don't touch my bag. Don't look. If you don't know what your shit looks like, just fuck off. It's just, an, I can't, I'm really tired of the airports right now. I think I'm at, I'm at the end of my rope. And I just want to say, if I'm going to have to keep doing this, if I'm going to have to keep following the security detail, if we're going to have to keep pretending that this isn't just a theatrical performance to keep the economy running smooth with 400,000 jobs across the U.S. with our TSA, then I think at least the terrorists should try, right? Like, at least give them something to say they stopped. Because so far, there's nothing that's been stopped in a very long time. And sometimes I look at them, depends on my mood, and I just go, are you bored? And they just can't legally say anything to that. But they are. They're all fucking bored. And that's why they get, they're so, sometimes I'll leave a water bottle in there just to, just to give them something to find. You know, if I'm not in a rush, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put a Mountain Dew in here. Uh, still this year, the award goes to Lady with Diabetes, who screamed at the employees after the fourth employee told her, you can't have that Mountain Dew. And she goes, I have a medical condition. I need sugar. I have diabetes. Do I have to tell every one of you motherfuckers that I have diabetes? Or can you pass the fucking message along? Because I told her, and I told him, and I told him, and I'm now telling you. And I was like, this fucking rules. Because none of them give a shit enough to communicate with each other. And she's had it. And she is allowed to have her Mountain Dew. And uh, she wins the award this year for favorite person. Last year, the award winner was lady whose uh, baby uh, formula was being checked. They were swiping it for the tester strips. And uh, she, sa- she said, uh, really? You think that's it? And I go, wouldn't that be funny, though, if the first thing they'd caught ever was your baby formula and it's bombs? She didn't think it was funny. She didn't think it was funny at all. Uh, so shout out the TSA. I hope your holidays are just the worst. I hope you have suffering all around you. I hope that everybody eats their meals without you. We've had this talk. I thought I was zen on it. I'm over it. I hope that all of you, it, because of your choice of job exclusively, suffer constantly. How's that? Beautiful. So I got to St. Louis, and lo and behold, who's on my flight? Ring of Honor superstar Ethan Page who was coming in to be a special guest ref at the Glory Pro Show for the Alpha One Championship between Coco Cody Lane and uh, Rohit Raju, who is, I've faced both of these men. They're both very strong, very powerful. And I've faced Ethan Page, very strong, very powerful. Let me think. I only beat Cody Lane. That's the only one I think I actually won. I think everybody else has beat me in that uh, section. But he was coming in from Texas because Friday night he had an I quit match with Tony Nese where he beat a man with a jump rope and then smashed a man's head with a 45 plate. Incredible stuff. And so I don't get to see him that often. He's obviously on the road with AEW with Ring of Honor. So we had a wonderful chat with each other about being strong, going to the gym, uh, the future of the business. And I learned a lot of... Uh, useful, interesting things from him that made me think that he's going to be the future of where Ring of Honor goes because he cares, because he lifts the brand up. Here's one thing. You know this, Peter. I talk a lot of shit, right? But one thing I believe in is if you're working for someone or working somewhere, you should be trying to lift that place up Yeah. to the highest peaks. And Ethan Page is lifting Ring of Honor up to the highest peaks. See a lot of jabronis in and out of there who don't give a shit and just want to say they were on TV or did something. You know, oh, I, de- I debuted for the me. No, this man is going to carry the company on his back 
And he's not just uh, he's not just a special attraction. He's putting in the work every week at these Ring of Honor tapings. He's building storylines. He's making people care. Uh, and I think that he has the work ethic and the entertaining ability to bring more people into Ring of Honor in the future. So shout out Ethan Page. Uh, I was sent home early from the show. As Okay, I requested to go home early from the show. Uh, but afterwards, he had his fat food fest where he breaks his diet and brings all the boys out. And they just eat the worst foods possible and film it for YouTube. So I hope that beautiful uh, mukbang is up on YouTube soon. For everyone to watch. Now, we met at the airport with uh, Swoggle, Dylan Postal. Uh, you may not be familiar with Swoggle, but he did some of the best storylines in WWE history. Uh, being revealed as the leprechaun who was actually Vince McMahon's son. Because Vince thought it would be funny if his son was a leprechaun, his illegitimate child. Um, but he was also the last Cruiserweight champion, I'm fairly certain. Before they reintroduced it at a later time. And uh, Dylan is a little person. He would use different terms to describe himself, but I'm not uh, of the ability to use these words that some would consider uh, negative. But I did ask him my favorite question. We were talking outside about you know Christmas and this and getting recognized. And I said, has anyone, <laughs> has anyone been thanking you for your service this time of year? And he's like, oh, that's good. I was like, you would think some kids would come up and be like, thank you for your service. Because, you know, you're a fucking elf. Right. And he was like, that's fucking hilarious. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I kissed him later in the night uh, during our match, consensually, uh, which we'll get to that. But not only was he uh, jolly about the holiday season, he was recognized outside of the airport where one of the security guys came up and said, didn't you used to work for WWE? While me and Ethan Page are standing there just like looking big and jacked. And he's like, yeah, sure did. And he's like, that's awesome, man. Good to see you. As I'm just like off and I'm like, I did. I'm, all, I, uh, I'm also I'm a, worldwide, <laughs> I'm a worldwide wrestler. But it is cool to see that people like immediately recognize like, yo, we know who this dude yeah. is. Uh, he's a bona fide superstar. And he is. Uh, he's someone who really understands pro wrestling, you know, because obviously he has limits because of his height and because of his size, but he can work with anybody and can have an entertaining match with anybody. And I got to have a four-way match with him at Glory Pro that day. And it's not just any four-way match. This is a very special match because it was a fatal four-way between myself, between Shazza McKenzie, my former tag team partner from Bunt, which is because she's from Australia. So instead of bussy, it's Bunt. Because in Australia, they say cunt a lot, yeah. so it's butt cunt. Yeah. And I was like, we're the only ones who are going to get this joke. But announce us as bunt. Uh, Dan the Dad and Hornswoggle. This is the four of us in this match. Each of us was paired off with one of the morning radio hosts from the Rizzuto show. So I, of course, paired off with Mr. Rizzuto himself, with the Riz, as they call him. And what's on the line for this? Well, the pride of the radio station the pride of the host of the radio show, and also the Rizzuto Championship, which was not a real championship like I imagined it would be. It was just theoretically, I'm the champion. Dan the Dad was the defending champion from last year's Rizzuto show. And this year, what did I do? I kissed Hornswoggle. I beat up Dan the Dad. I kicked Shaza McKenzie in her head. And uh, I won the Rizzuto Championship. And you're saying, morning radio, who's still into that? The people of St. Louis are heavily still into that. And if you have cool morning radio people in your town that you're still into, that's awesome. What a feeling to have. Because a lot of these iHeart stations that people don't tune in for have just the worst schlock. Just It's just yeah, just farts on your dick all the time. 
just crap. The Rizzuto show, truly entertaining. People were lined up to meet the cast of the Riz show. They were pumped. And I got to team up with Riz to make this championship happen. So shout out to the Riz show. I was honored to be a part of your team. And I was honored to win the championship as a real champion. You may be wondering to yourself right now, did Ethan Page buy you snacks and drinks at the gas station? Yes, he did. What a fucking kind gentleman. But also, where did I eat, right? Because I came home and I ate. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But where did I eat? Well, Matt Kenway's dad, Papa Kenway, was there cooking for the kids. And he cooked a full chicken casserole, which everybody was like, I'm going to eat it after my match. And it was 2 o'clock and doors were opening. And I was slamming down chicken casserole. Chicken casserole. And then he did a cheese dip with a habanero bacon jelly, which was so delicious. And I was just eating crackers and chicken dip and chugging energy drinks and so if i looked a little bloated in the match it's because i was because i was full of chicken (laughs) um do you know straight from the path not personally but you know of i know of them and you know you know of what their drummer being like an incredible twitter follow uh no i don't okay Yes, you should, because he is doing something that uh, is very familiar to something that uh, you've told me that you do, and that is, what is the worst meal that I can eat before I go Yeah, play? yeah. I was thinking the other day, because somebody was like, I couldn't eat before the match, and I said, one time Wheeler Yuta asked me, are you eating a full Crunchwrap Supreme right now as I was standing in the curtain at a wrestling show? I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's brave. He goes, when are you out? I go, I'm the next match. And so I like the uh, thought of being able to consume whatever I want and being still able to get in the ring and do what I have to do. You should always be ready to wrestle if you're a wrestler. If you need an hour-long warm-up, you're a loser. You should be ready to jump in that ring and do it no matter how much chicken casserole you've eaten. It's very good chicken casserole. So he does the... Eat as much as I can before I go yeah, out on stage. So this is Renlord Craig Reynolds on Twitter. Been pushing the boundaries of eating time before the set this tour. Last night, Chipotle, 45 minutes before warm-up, and I puked in my mouth on stage. <laughs> All right, let's 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 look this up. The Renlord Craig Reynolds? Yeah. Um, I'm following him. I'm going to go in. I don't listen to your music, but I'm going to follow you on twitter you actually would probably like it's all very polite like they have a song called guillotine that is what you think it is it is oh well you know i tried to buy a guillotine <laughs> yeah. should have read the dimensions it's the uh, smallest guillotine in the world every album that they put out they put on a song about killing cops and the last record they did like the third part of said song which i think it's hilarious i'm not gonna too. say that i would personally murder a police officer but i am gonna say if i rubbed a genie lamp and robin williams came out one of my first two wishes would be that if you chose to continue being an officer after warning that you would never wake up from your next slumber is that i'm not gonna get in trouble for that am no, i surely be fine travel pass update it's december 18th still have not sent my travel pass for the month of december 19th december 19th still have not sent my travel pass for the month of december uh, when did I take my drug test to get my travel pass? At the very beginning of the yep. month. When am I going to go take my drug test for the next travel pass? At the very beginning of the month. When will I get the travel pass? No one knows. Why do I keep doing it? Because I know how this shit works. The second I don't go in, I'm in trouble. Yep. God. Maybe maybe she's trying to give me a sign. Maybe she's just like, can you leave me alone? <laughs> can you not? Can you not keep coming into this office and asking so many questions? But guess what? 
this is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. And this is what you're going to get. You're going to get me every fucking minute of the day giving you details you don't necessarily need until you free me from this prison, which is not actually prison because I can still travel globally around the world, but I must be drug tested monthly, which is fine. I don't need drugs. I don't need that shit in my life. I'm on a straight and narrow path now. Okay. Look at me. Look how good my skin looks. Look how quality my brain is. Look how easily I'm, what's it called? When you're quick witted, witty, look how witty I am. <laughs> I will say this. I'm not allowed to blame the weed on my memory loss anymore. I just have to blame the concussions. But I'm really pumped because... Uh, Uh-oh. Why are you really pumped? Love learning things again. Because if you forget it, you just get to learn it again. And there's nothing that pumps you up more than learning. What was I... What? what I don't... I? Oh, when's Christmas? Uh, next next week. I'm still streaming on Christmas. You know that? Merry Christmas. We're watching wrestling. How's that sound? Because you know what? Some people are like, oh, what are people are going to be doing Christmas stuff? Guess what? By 3 o'clock on Christmas Day, you're trying to escape however you can. Mm-hmm. And so who's going to be there at 8 p.m. to watch wrestling? Me. So if you're listening to this as a regular uh, listener and you're not on the Patreon, it's Monday and this episode just came out and you're listening, I'm on stream tonight. Believe in that. So I went home from Glory Pro, got to the airport. What did I do? I told Dan, I said, Dan, you know the only reason I took this booking, right? He goes, why? I said, so I can order Ted Drew's frozen custard out of the claw machine in the airport. And he goes, honestly, I respect it. But have you been to the actual Ted Drew's custard store? And I said, what? And he goes, 10 times better. And I went, what? And he goes, guess you can't go since you're going home. Could have taken you to the custard store. Fuck. So now I have to go back to the Ted Drew's custard yeah. store. I took some video of him for my vlog on the machine again. Uh, but I will say this. Guys, you have to fix the numbering system. Because I put in to get the strawberry custard. And it said, out of cu- strawberry custard. So I put in to get the chocolate chip custard. Because I, I don't care what kind of... I, I mean, it's good. I wanted the strawberry. I wanted a little fruity creamy. And then it opens the fridge to claw it out. And they did have strawberry... But the number wasn't correct, and I couldn't put in the right number. And very hard for me to just see the strawberry there, but have no idea how to get it to me. So I just yeah. ate the chocolate chip custard, got on my plane, flew home. And what did I do? I came back here, and I ordered jollof rice. Yeah. And it was tangy and smoky and spicy and so good. And then I opened up a secret package that was on the porch, which my mom is sending a package. It's coming Thursday. Just reminding you, if it comes to the porch, she said, probably bring it inside. I don't know what it is because it's Christmas. You don't want to know what it is. Thank you, Mom. It's a new brother for Bebop. Oh, I would love that. And they could raise, They could be the mom and dad to mm-hmm. raise the new baby. They're old enough now to have kids. Yeah. yeah. They could raise the baby. You get your baby yourself, though. You still be the baby, no matter what. You know, Lucy's a mama dog. I know she had puppies. Young mother, she was a young single mother, and you brought her in. You know what her puppy's name was? What? Gilbert. What? Yeah, that's a crazy name, Lucy. How'd you come up with that? <laughs> uh, Gilbert was an Australian Shepherd with Lucy's big, bright blue eyes. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. You, you little baby, are you? You're a baby and a mother. Now you can be Bebop's mother. Uh, Bebop, not an Australian Shepherd, but some kind of weird cattle dog mm-hmm. mixed with a rat terrier. I did some research. Turns out that's like a, it's a valuable breed, but he just found his way in here. 
they're they're valued because they're small, they're energetic, they're great with kids, but they're very very loyal. Yeah, and I'm I'm risking it lately. If you haven't noticed, I'm sure you've noticed. I have not put that boy on a leash. Oh, except to go on walks. I've freedom to go on walks, but to go outside and go to the bathroom, I've just been opening the door and following him. And he passed the ultimate test the other night. He was in his pig outfit, which we've both remarked much calmer in the pig outfit. Mm -hmm. But another dog walked down the back path in our yard and was with a person. And I said, Bebop, stay. And he stayed with me. He didn't go chasing the dog. And I felt like, okay, we're really getting somewhere. Good boy. But I'm still glad you have an air tag on. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you run off, I got to chase you down and I got to find you with the air tag. I don't want to guess. I like putting on the air tag and then pushing it close to him where it says he's right here. I love it. it makes me happy. But also when I leave the house, it still says Bebop has been left behind. Oh. It's just disheartening every time you leave the house. It's your when you're not here, he gets firmware updates. <laughs> Cause he beeps? Mm-hmm. What if I told you I'm not doing the beeping and he's just beeping? I believe it. Yeah, I don't I believe know, it. I don't know why he's beeping. I mean I I it's because of the air tag. Yeah. But, also, yeah, I have the option to like click it and find him. Maybe it's like when I'm gone far enough, it's like we should beat this. We have to reconnect with the bebop. Yeah, I have I have a few air tags. I should get more of them though, because when my luggage is lost, I want to be like, look where it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It might just make me more frustrated. The last time when they lost my luggage coming from Canada, I like let it slide for a while because I just wasn't. I just didn't give a shit. And then the second I put in a complaint, it was here the next day, and I was like, that's a little bit fishy, isn't it? So I came home, I ate jell rice, and then I opened the package, and it was fruitcake. And uh, now that fruitcake's gone, and I don't want to tell people how much that fruitcake costs, but it's the only fruitcake I'll eat. And I sent my mom a nice gift basket for her and my grandma to split with pears and candies and treats and cookies, but I ordered myself a fruitcake, and it was worth, uh, how much do you think that fruitcake costs? Oh, I don't know. Just take a guess. I don't know, 40 bucks? $40 fruitcake. Okay. Worth it. It'd probably be more worth it if I didn't eat it in two days. Yeah. But I did. I ate it in two days. And uh, all that fruitcake, it's inside of me. And I have been doing extra cardio, but I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. When you eat that much fruitcake, I don't think there's any amount of cardio in the world that would be like, oh, uh, yeah, this is it's fine. It's fine that you did that. <laughs> uh, do we have questions this week, Peter? We do. Um, I want to shout out our friends at Movie John real quick, though. Shout out. Uh, we are doing another Patreon poll. Did you send me another screener? Yeah. Oh, Boys in the Boat. Boys in the Boat. <laughs> That'll boys in the watched. Boat. Quote AJ on Boys in the Boat. Did they not have black people back then? And I said, honestly, I don't know, because this trailer is just a bunch of white boys. And not that I'm anti-white boy, but like, y'all could have had like, it's a Hollywood story, George Clooney. You could have had like one Mexican and a black boy on the boat. And it might have gotten better reviews because yeah. it seemed, you know, more real. Maybe you don't have Clooney directed either and give us some better reviews. Yeah. Um also I can't be trusted to review movies like that because it's just like boys rowing boats. Love it. Love it. Uh okay, so we are doing new movie John poll on the Patreon. Um it is all inspired from their winter edition Ooh. of the zine, which is all gonna be dance films. Dance. Or at least heavily heavily inspired by dance films. Um but oh. the new movie John, which I actually just saw this, you can make your own paper cutout. Ooh. 
of what looks delightful. Um, I'm gonna have to pull this up. Um, but yeah, go movie. John is like some of our favorite human beings. They also great. do uh, really thoughtful movie reviewing and critiques. Also loved Poor Things as much as we did. I loved Poor Things. Go see Poor Things on Christmas Day with your mom. Look how delightful. Oh, that is delightful. It's like a little dancing man. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully we've got that in the mail. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, and so people that are on the Patreon, you'll have till next Sunday to vote on what movie we are watching. Something that has historically never gone wrong. Uh, it's gone wrong. <laughs> it's gone wrong. And it's going to go wrong again, it's looking like, unless some of you make some votes. Cause... Yeah, because uh, the Footloose remake is currently winning. Please, guys, please. What are we doing? <laughs> They're going to take our reaction to the last episode and go more bad movies. Make them watch filth. Okay, this first question is from Julie. What gift are you most proud to have pulled off? Like a gift you gave someone and it was accomplishment for whatever reason. Cost, difficulty, person's reaction, etc. I bought my mom tickets to see Journey in concert one time. Oh, shit. We had so much fun together and she genuinely loved it and had no clue that Journey was even touring. And I had to tell her it wasn't with Steve Perry anymore, but it was still fun. And we went and we rocked out and it was lit. Easy answer. Um... Gosh, I don't I see I try to do that every year is have something. Um you're making me think though when I took my mom to see um Phantom of the Opera when it was leaving Ooh. the first time. Was that like uh Fox Theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. In sleep he sang to me. There's some like Christmas scenes in that movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In that in that play, I think are... Death to Smoochie is my new favorite Christmas movie. Is it Christmassy? It's New York and there's snow, so Christmas. Here comes Smoochie Claus. Uh, okay, this is from Josh Joshua. Joshua, favorite chain convenience store to use the restroom at? Well, okay, the Bucky's are great. The bathrooms yeah. are very clean, but I like QTs too. I like QTs, uh, but I always get pizza when I'm in a QT. Yeah, I love that like weird, soft, undercooked pizza dough. I don't know. There's something like marvelous about their fluffy little pizza. Uh, I I I say this as privilege of the privilege of being a an anatomical male. Sometimes I like when bathrooms are horrible at gas stations, but also if it's too bad, I'll just piss on the side of the building. You yeah, know, but yeah. you know, there's other bathroom requirements that you need sometimes. So I'm going to say Bucky's. They have beautiful restrooms. The Busy Bees in Florida, which are kind of a mock of Bucky's, also have beautiful bathrooms, very clean toilets. But I'm not in Florida anymore, so not spending a lot of time with the Busy Bee. I not that I like use them frequently, but it is comforting to me when they have the condom uh, vending machine in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, or the mystery sex toy, and it's yeah. always a vibrating cock ring. Yeah. Yeah, well, safety was first. Was that from experience? Yeah, I've, every time I do it, I get a fucking vibrating cock ring. What am I supposed to do with that? Uh Oh, God. Okay, this is from Mike. Um, can can Pitar do an impression of Effie doing an impression of David Lynch? Oh, this is good. Can, can you? Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> That's my impression. This film has everything. Do that. 
this film has everything. <laughs> Yours gets a little more huckstery. I love yeah, it. It's yeah. fun. That's great. Uh, my impressions tend to all default to 90s Nickelodeon cartoons. Like, wow. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, this is good. My name's Lucifer, and I'm just a pup. Oh, she loves that. She's here to Hi. either stop you or Hi, compliment Lucy. you. You got to do the ha. <laughs> oh, I'm getting kisses. Are those quiet kisses or are those keep going papa kisses? Uh, Lucy. Okay, now we're going. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm going to let David you just Lynch keep writing. Cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, more More David Lynch impressions on our Lost Highway watch along. If you care to listen to me. Talk as David Lynch about Robert Blake killing his wife. That movie really confused you, which was delightful. I loved it. Yeah, I love being confused. Truly, truly. I'm not, this isn't a joke. Please confuse me. Uh, okay, this is also from... Well, this is also from Mike. Um, I have to stop, otherwise I will continue doing... That's okay. ...bad impressions. Um, just watch Gremlins for the first time, and it ruled. Yes, it does. Are Lucy Cranberry and Bebop more Mogwai than Gremlin? If they are gremlins, what is the specific to them like? What is the rule specific to them like? No feeding after midnight that turns them into one. Uh, I would say cranberry is more of a mogwai, but these two are gremlins. Yeah. And the rule is no more than one uh, human in the room with them at a time. Yeah. <laughs> because if there's more than one human, they tend to want to show off and go full gremlin and uh, bait us for attention. Uh, they they are specifically gremlin two gremlins. <laughs> Just nightmares. Uh, Mike, if you have not seen Gremlins 2, I highly recommend watching that as soon as possible after the first one because, oh boy. Bebop's deep mogwaiing right now, just being cute and fluffy and sleeping. And part of me wants to pick him up so he's on camera, but the other part is like, I guess he just doesn't need it today. Yeah. Bobby, come up here. Do you want to come get a little camera shine? Come be on the camera. Come here. He's just looking at me like, no way, dude. No way, dude. Okay, this is from Julie Alexander. What was your favorite toy growing up? Mine was She-Ra, and I now have a pretty cool OG She-Ra tattoo. The new She-Ra series on Netflix is also great. Have you watched it? I have not watched it. Is it? I guess it's new. You just said it was new, so I guess it's pretty uh, with the times, maybe? Yeah. That's pretty lit. Uh, do you remember when they had the Polly Pockets, but they were for boys, and it was like Adventure Polly Pocket? I had a Lion King Polly Pocket. Those were pretty lit. Like they were like little adventure scenes. It was like a little, like uh, it wasn't like Johnny Quest, but it was Johnny Quest esque backgrounds. I thought that was yeah. lit. Did you ever have the Bug Oven? It was a no. So it was like a. It's like a instead of baking easy baking, it made rubber bugs and it cooked them and it smelled horrible. But you would pour the goo into the mold and it would make rubber bugs. I thought that thing was fantastic. I also liked Stretch Armstrong. Because I would just stretch him as far as I could until he ripped. I thought I was lit. Uh, but as a young child, I had a I had an Ernie, um, like stuffed Ernie, yeah, from Ernie and Bert. And uh, I think that was telling for my future. I'm always looking for my Bert. If you're just if you're just a dude with a bad attitude, uh, looking to cause trouble in my life, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'll be Ernie all day. Come on, Ernie. I mean, come on, Bert. Let's have fun. No. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I see. I don't because a lot of a lot of the American toys were like hand me downs or like I would get like I remember being a kid and someone gave me like a garbage bag full of Legos. Oh, and so it was like every Lego all mixed together. Yeah, not like a set of anything. No. just like a lot. So of- it was just you know make your own. But I do remember um, I had the the silver Batman, like the Chrome Batman. Ooh. And was that movie based or was that just I like have, on its own? I think that was on its own. I have no idea. It didn't idea. have Clooney nipples? It did not that I remember. Okay. Um, but that the Chrome Batman was a, a big player along with that those lit. Uh, uh, Legos. Did you ever have the two headed Spider Man when he squeezes his legs no. and the spider head flips? Mm-hmm. Oh, that one was cool too. Um, I remember all my friends had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the head flippy thing. Oh, yeah. Those were Ninja Turtles had powers, so those were not allowed. Oh, Power and Rangers, Turtle no, people. Yeah, no, no. Pokemon. I wasn't allowed to watch Captain Planet. Captain Planet was okay. See, but Captain Planet, the problem they had was they said the power is in you, and my parents said that's not true. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. power is in Christ. Yeah, calm down. Um, speaking of toys, speaking of collectibles, FigureCollections.com has both Effie variants ready to ship. FigureCollections.com. You can get the Effie figurines, movable arms, beautiful legs, and the best facial reconstruction I've ever seen. A little more detailed than the Major Bendy's. Major Bendy's rule, but the Russell Something Russell figure collectibles. FigureCollections.com to get the Effie figures. They have been selling extremely well. Uh, Okay, here's my answer. All right. The non-Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones-based Legos that were coming out at that time. Oh, like, you like know, just the like Adventure Man ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like yeah, kind yeah. of deserty. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I had the pirate set. Ooh, I was like, always really wanted the pirate set. Yeah, it's lit. And you get the boat. Do you remember the castle? It wasn't oh, yeah. Lego, but the cast, the plastic. Like, it was like, uh, not Roblox, but like. It was, yeah, something. Some kind of blocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, and they had the little round heads. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of churches had those sets. It's because I used to, you know, it was a lot of like playing at other people, like Americans' houses and seeing what, because like some of them would have like the, all of the Power Rangers and you'd connect them together and it would make the big robot thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, like the Zords. The, the castle was always, everyone always had the castle. The castle was lit and they had armor and they had little round heads. Yeah. They were bigger than Legos, too. Yeah. Which made them feel important. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I love that. It's beautiful. Glad you had toys in your life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, fuck. Okay. Uh, this is from Heather. What do you give a Christmas tree with bad breath? What? Ornaments. Because <laughs> it's... Uh, oh, that's good. Heather, Fantastic. Fantastic. Keep the dad jokes coming. Keep making Peter uh, guff at the dad jokes and then have to ask them to me anyway and then making me giggle like a silly old man. I love it. We're done. Yeah, of course. <laughs>